Thank you, Brother Greg. Great Steve Green song from years past. And if you've never listened to Steve Green, he's way past your age. I understand that. A good quality songs, though. A good, good man. Well, today is first Sunday of the year, 2024, and it represents Friendship Baptist's 75th anniversary, our Diamond Jubilee. Isn't that awesome? I love it. From our humble beginnings as a storefront church in downtown Cincinnati, God has blessed us through the decades. He is, we've followed our leaders as they've followed the Lord's leading, moving us to different locations, through different phases. Each step of the way, the gospel of Jesus Christ being in the forefront, reaching folks with the gospel, as Brother Greg just sang about, preaching and teaching the word of God and discipling new believers. Let's go ahead and show our video for the beginning of this year, what we're looking forward to. going to look at the different phases through this year, different things that God has done. And throughout the year, we're going to look back in different sections of how God's blessed us over the way. And we're going to see how our future, our history builds our future. That's what the line I want in our mind, that it's not just looking back, but through that, we're going to be looking forward to what God has for us. Uh, they're the ones that made us who we are. And as a church, it is our turn. It is our opportunity. It is our responsibility to move forward as a church, the vision that God's given us, using the talents, the gifts that God has given us as well. You say, I don't have any of those. Oh, yes, you do. Uh, as we Tonight we'll be in the last part of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And the first part of that showed you that everyone was given gifts by God. And we'll see in the second part tonight how we were fitted together. God put us together to use those. And as we know from Proverbs 29, where there is no vision, what? The people perish. God wants us to have a vision. He that keepeth the law, happy is he. 
And God has given us a vision. And today we're going to look at what God has done over the past year. And we're going to look forward to what God is planning to do with us as a church in 2024. Uh, Several months ago, we had the privilege of having uh, the Matthews family come and to be with us, our friends, our missionaries to Brazil. And they've uh, been here for an extended stay. And Brother Jonathan sat down with a group of us, uh, leaders in the church, the staff. Uh, we had new members. We had uh, long-term members that were part of this team. And we went through some exercises that helped us clarify, or helped me at least, clarify what our vision is for our church, where God is leading us. And the first part of that is uh, looking at who is our community? Where do we live? We live here in Corinth, and God has told us to reach our Jerusalem, our Judea, our Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world, correct? We see that in the Word of God. That means we're supposed to reach our Corinth, our Cincinnati, our Ohio, United States, and the rest of the world. And what is the situation in Corinth? We looked at that, and we, we looked around and saw, you know, what's going on in Cincinnati? What are the needs here? Well, the needs here are different than the needs in Columbus, they're different than the needs in Nashville or, or Portland, Oregon, or where, wherever that might be. We have a specific spot where God has placed us. Next, we looked at us, our congregation, our makeup, the, the gifts, the talents that God has given us. How has God gifted this group of people? What are the skill sets that we have? And we truly believe, as we said in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 or Ephesians chapter 4, that this body of believers, you, me, we have been fit together for the purpose that God has for us. And then lastly, we looked at the heartbeat of our leadership, the, the people that God has put in leadership here. And, and where those three come together, I don't know colors, so wherever that little medallion is in the middle there, where those things come together, that's where we find ourselves. That's where we see where those line up, the vision for what God has for us. And this has allowed us to look at our history as a church. And as we looked at the history of our church and then our current church family, we began to see who we are. What are our values? And we're going to talk about that. That sign that's covered up there, that's going to show our values. There's six values that make us who we are. Every decision we make really filters through those six decisions. And over the next two months, we're going to have a series where each week we're going to go through one of those and we'll unveil one, keeping a little secret for you, all right? I want you to come back, all right? So each week we're going to have one of those and we're going to share that and we're going to explain that, that value and, and what makes friendship tick, who we are. And starting next week, we'll, we'll start on the first one of them. But these are godly principles that we filter everything and that determines then what we do. What we do, what is our mission? We, we tried to put this in the easiest and most memorable form. And Friendship Baptist Church is about helping people meet, model, and magnify Jesus. Helping people meet, model, and magnify Jesus. So who we are determines what we do. And through every ministry, and if you open your page, and if you got one of these books, I hope you did, If not, there's still some rolling around there in the baskets. If not, look off someone next to you. Have we passed them out up there? All right, they're going to pass them up on the balcony. Sorry about that. We'll give you a second. 
I'll keep talking while you pass them out there on the balcony. So our mission then determines this is what we do, but how do we do it? And then we see that in our path. Now, you're, not, you're familiar with this, how we connect, grow, serve, and share. How do we do this? And this is sort of a path that we have. We connect people through salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ and to His church. We grow in the faith and knowledge of Jesus Christ, how we're, we're discipled, how we're growing in the Word of God. And then we serve. The next step after you've learned the Word, you've accepted Christ, you've become part of the church, you begin to grow in the Word of God, the next thing is you need to be serving the Lord. Serving the Lord in His teaching and in His leading. And ultimately, all of us should be sharing the good news of salvation. The good news of Jesus Christ to those around us. So our values that we'll see are who we are. And that determines then our mission, what we do, and then which determines then our path, how we go about doing it. And everything in our ministries should go on that. Unless we, we'll go in tangents and going in all different directions if we're not honed in to what God would have us to do. And my desire is that every member of Friendship Baptist Church knows who we are as a church, who we are as a people, and what we're about and sees the pathway for growth in your life and in the lives of those that you're ministering unto. So as we enter the 75th anniversary of Friendship Baptist Church, our history builds our future. All right? I hope that's clear in your mind. And I want to go through today a little bit of, a, if you want to call it the state of the church, if we can call it that if you want. Uh, and let's go through some of these things. Turn to page two. It's on the bottom of the page. You can see the page numbers. Let's see what God has done for us this past year. You with me? Amen? All right, good. Let's do the Lord's blessed us this year. It's been 2023 was a wonderful year. And um, we saw 52 people come to be members of Friendship Baptist Church. Uh, the thing that I'm thrilled about is this year, the, the largest portion of that is through salvation and baptism. Uh, I'm, I love each and every person that came by letter to, pay a, to, to serve here at Friendship Baptist Church. We are thrilled you're here. But I'm also thrilled that we're about what God would have us to do and reaching people for Jesus Christ. And uh, that's what we're doing. We've connected people by sharing. And uh, that's what we've seen here. And uh, that's a wonderful thing. Uh, the next page, or the bottom of that page, you'll see some of the financial blessings that we've had. Uh, we had a wonderful December. We did not have a wonderful October and November. <laughs> I was a little concerned. And uh, God blessed. We had a, we had a good no, uh, December. And uh, we, we ended the year with, now these numbers aren't completely finalized. Brother Roger will finalize these and we'll get an exact number, but somewhere about 1.16 million uh, was given. Now, not all of that was to the general fund. Some of those were designated gifts uh, toward things, uh, but uh, that, puts us, that put us in a good situation for, for the end of the year. And your tithes and offerings, I, I want you to know this. Um, this isn't because I'm pastor. This is just because I, you need to realize your money goes toward the, the gifts that you give and your tithes and offering. They go toward everything. They go toward uh, keeping the lights on. They go toward the nursery. They go toward uh, the copier, youth ministry, our music ministry, 
our adults, our divorce care, our grief share, uh, celebrate recovery. Uh, they go toward pregnancy care centers that, in two different spots in the city. They go to our missionaries that are throughout the world. And uh, we have a good group of people on the budget committee that are responsible to this. We have an audit committee that then looks to make sure we set, we're doing what we say we're doing. Quarterly, we have a business meeting, so everything is transparent to you, so you know what's going on. None of your staff knows what is being given by anyone. I, I don't have a clue of that. I've been here for a long time and don't have a clue what anyone gives, and I love that. I love that Brother Preston set that up years ago. That is just an invaluable thing for us as a staff to be with a clear conscience, just be able to minister to you and just letting the Holy Spirit work through your life to do what you know you, know you need to do. And that's a wonderful thing. You can look there at that pie chart and you can see how it's broken down. Now, operations includes everything from heating and air, but it also includes many things that we need for ministry, like the copiers and our computers and those things that are used to, to uh, do the, the ministries of the church. So when ministry looks at 10%, it's actually more than that if you consider operations and how that works. And I'm really th thankful to say that our missions is at 17%. That's a wonderful thing. We gave over $184,000, uh, close to $185,000 toward missions. Uh, we give, uh, uh, every one of our missionaries receives at least $150 a month. Many of them are $200 or even more, depending on how long they've been with us. And uh, we, we had special projects above and beyond this $185 that we gave toward many of them. Uh, an electric facility for our missionary in the South Sudan. We helped in the building uh, that they're buying in Argentina. Tracks were given to Ukraine, and if you've read Brother Chris Rue's letter, I encourage you to do that. I mean, phenomenal outreach while he was over in the Ukraine those few weeks. And, uh, he saw more people saved there than he said he had the last two years while he was in, as a pastor there because their hearts are open to it now. Uh, we've had Bibles given to our missionary in Italy, uh, focus on the word radio ministry. Uh, people have given special uh, so our kids could go to camp and to youth camp, and the list goes on and on. You can read that. Many wonderful things there. Um, I'm also happy to say that our, I'm calling it mission house number two, our newest house that we bought last year, I would put it around 90% complete. We have a new bathroom, a new kitchen. Uh, the HVAC system was replaced. It's been painted. Many of you have painted uh, from, from little guys, from, from Fisher all the way to older guys, and I'll let the oldest guy figure out who they are. Um, a new roof was put on with insurance. Uh, it's livable now, and now we have released Nancy Quante to decorate it and make it look great, make it look livable and, and like a home. So that's, that's a wonderful thing. It needs cleaned up and polished and that type of thing. Outdoor work still needs done. If you pass by, yeah, it, we're, we're getting there on that. Uh, turn to page three now. I hope this is interesting to you. I uh, want you to know what your church is doing, what's going on, what you've been doing. How do we, how do we tabulate that and see what's going on? And uh, Media outreach is a big deal. 20 years ago, this was not even considered. We had tapes, right? We, big deal to have a tape ministry. Well, we're way beyond that now in, in, in the world today. And uh, if you're not online, you're missing a great opportunity to reach people. And we have been for, fortunately, we were online streaming before COVID hit. So we already had the equipment in place, but it's never turned back since then. Uh, we had over 108,000 Facebook views this last year. That's a lot. Now, some of that was us. 
but much of that was not. Um, we had 84,000 Facebook video views, meaning our services. 84,000 people watched some portion of our service. Uh, we added YouTube this year, to, so we have our website, we have Facebook, and we have YouTube. Uh, uh, we've only been doing that for about two or three months. Uh, we had nearly 6,000 there. And then um, our website live stream was around 4.8 thousand. Uh, we weren't able to find how many people went to our website this year, uh, but it was, I'm sure it was similar to last year. Uh, outreach. We were able to uh, uh, pass out 6,500 Bibles. Our, our goal was 5,000. We had 6,500 passed out, so that's awesome. Uh, this year in our missions, we have uh, church plants or mission works in 31 different countries on five different continents. We were able to add three missionaries at the end of the year. I'm very happy about that. So that gives us 43 missionaries and eight ministries that God's allowed us to support and to be part of. Now, we have a strategic focus with uh, our missionaries in Brazil and our missionaries in Thailand. We do provide a little um, double to them, uh, so we want to remember them as well. And our, our missionary that we send out of here to uh, the person, I will leave it as, as that, that goes to a restricted country, will be leaving today. This is their last day with us. So if you see them, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then just see me later. And I, I can't live stream, I can't say any more than that. But my desire is that every member of friendship sees this stuff and that we, we, can, we can grow from this information and, and understand what God has for us. Uh, turn to page four and five now with me. In 2023, we had some awesome opportunities. I'm not going to read through this whole list on these two pages, but we had some opportunities as a church that we don't always have. Uh, we had some great outreach and evangelistic opportunities. Uh, we had in earlier in the year, we had Answers in Genesis with Brian Osborne. That was uh, one of the most educational things as a Christian I've had. Uh, he was able to put it in terms that, uh, and the research he did, he was, terms that I, I, I needed as, a, as your pastor. I needed as just a person that lives in my community as well. We had a mission opportunity in Guatemala, camps, special services, uh, the revival service that we had with Dr. Getch. Uh, we hosted Teens Involved for the first time, and you guys did wonderful, and we're seeing fruit from that in your lives as you're growing and as you're serving in different ministries. Keep doing that as we go into this next year as well. We added Brother Josh Williams to the facilities team. Basically, we gave him a title because he was already doing the work, and uh, we thank the Lord for that. We added Brother Steve Crossway to uh, the audit team. And each of these things designed to help us connect, grow, serve, and share. So where is God leading us in 2024? That's 2023. But where is God leading us this coming year? Today. We'll turn to page six. And we'll see some goals and we'll see some things that are going to be coming up. As I mentioned, uh, uh, the sermon series that we'll be doing through this year, unless the Lord changes uh, my heart on some of these, but January, February, we're going to be going through our values, and we're going to see who we are. Each week, we're going to step through one of those, and you could probably guess what two or three of those are, and we're going to see what, what God has for us in that. Then I'm going to do a series on angels and demons in March. That's an interesting topic that uh, as we see the world around us changing, uh, we are no longer a Christian nation uh, as we want that to be true, 
but there, we are facing serious spiritual battle. And we need to know what's going on there and look into that in our lives. Then, as I'm committed to yearly to do, is a family series. Uh, we're going to call this Removing the Chaos and Clutter. Sound good? Yeah, spring cleaning there. Uh, it's right around that time. And uh, we need to see this in our life. And then there's, in May and June, we're going to look at the one another's. There's a lot of one another's in the Bible. And they tell us a lot about the church and what the church should be. And then this summer, I'm hoping to do a series. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm leaning toward what's called What in the World? And Proverbs, principles from the book of Proverbs. How do we deal with our fellow man? What does God have for us to deal with those around us? Psalms tells us to, how, how to be vertical, how to, our relationship with the Lord. But Proverbs shows us how to deal with our fellow man. And a lot of us, what used to be common sense, have you noticed this? There is no such thing as common sense anymore. It's gone. And what we consider common sense were really the principles from the Word of God. And we're going to look at those, those items. Sunday nights, we're going to finish up 1 Corinthians. I promise I'll finish it this year. All right? Uh, it's been a long series. And then we'll get into the book of Romans as well. Wednesdays, we'll start with the journeys on the Apostle Paul. And I'm thrilled to let you know that being our 75th anniversary, all former pastors and associate pastors that are still with us uh, will be here through the year. And they're going to preach on one of the Sunday mornings. Uh, we have Brother Wally Miller over in Fairfield. He'll be with us in May. Then we have uh, Pastor Jackson's going to be back with us in July. And, and then Brother Steve Davidson. Some of you don't know who these people are, but you're going you're gonna to get to love them. Brother Steve Davidson, he's over in Sellersburg, Indiana. He'll be here in September. Brother Larry Starkey, he was our very first associate pastor. Uh, he lives down in uh, Florida on the, the, the east coast of Florida. He'll be with us in October. And then Brother Phil Keller, he lives in Florida now as well. He'll be here in November. I don't know why they're coming up in the cold months, but nonetheless, the, that's what they're going to do. And each of those days, when they're here with us, we're going to highlight one of those topics that you saw in the video there. We're going to, have, we're going to bring out and we're going to show things from, about our different locations that we've had over the years. Our storefront, where, where is that? Well, it's underneath I-75. You know, where are those different things? I'm not going to video in the middle of I-75, but we'll, we'll do something like that. And the, our youth and our missions and our leadership and music and on and on, we'll have videos where people have been interviewed and, and we'll see some footage of that. We'll have some keepsakes for you. And then write this down, September 29th. Everyone write that down on their calendar, all right? September 29th is, uh, is going to be our big, giant celebration for our 75th anniversary. And I want everyone to be there. Anyone that's a former member, I want you to invite them to come and be with you for that day. As we're going to see what God has for us as He continues, uh, to, uh, continues to bless us here at Friendship Baptist Church. So that's what's coming up with our anniversary and now let us look at our different strategies that we have here, the Connect, Grow, Serve, Share. Different goals that God has for us in these. If you'll turn to page 8, what are these goals? I'm not going to read through all of these once again. I'll let you do that in your time. But I do want to highlight some of these. We want to see more people come to Friendship Baptist Church. And we want to move them from being guests to fully involved members of Friendship Baptist. So if you're a guest here today, our desire is that you come to know Christ as your Savior if you don't already, 
and that you join and become a fully functioning member of this church. And what's that require? Well, first, that requires that they that we go out into our community. Not just invite, but that we go out into our community and reach them with the gospel. Second with that is to invite them to come to be part of the church. This also requires then that while we're here, that we are ready for people to be here. It's one thing to invite folks. It's another thing to expect them actually to respond and to be here. That's why we started the engagement team some three years ago. Because we want to be ready when people come in the door. We want them to see, hey, I'm happy you're here. And I think our our engagement team's doing a wonderful job with that. And they're very helpful and they're gracious. But we need more people to take part in that. Also, I want that to be everyone that's listening, everyone that comes to friendship. That needs to be all of our mindsets. And friendship has been, we've lived up to our name, hopefully, over the years. And I want us to continue to do that. When you look at someone, you say, I don't know who that person is. Have you ever had that? Well, sure. I have long-term members that have said, I don't know half these people. That's a wonderful thing. That means God's bringing some new folks to us. And it's a wonderful thing to just ask this question. How long have you been attending here? Well, they said, well, I've been here for 40 years. Brother Cruz had that the other day. Someone, someone said, well, how long have you been attending here? He says, I've I've been here for 40, 50 years. That's not an offensive thing to ask. That means they just don't know you. Then you ask back, I don't know. How long have you been here? And they'll say, well, I've been here a year. And you've just struck up a conversation. And now you're getting to know each other. And we're bridging those events. And we're bridging those people together. That's a wonderful thing. So we're, we want to aid in this. And we want to help in this. So over this year, we're going to have some what I call bridge events. Just a term that we use to, to help you get to know other people to help you come, come alongside and you can sit down together at a, maybe uh, at a fellowship or something like that. In March, we're going to have our daylight struggle time again. They didn't change daylight savings time yet, so that's great. So we're going to do our competition on, on daylight savings again. Then in April, we'll do a pizza night after church. Is it about the pizza? It's just about getting together. Uh, we'll have our God and Country service. We're going to do it in-house this year. Sorry, we're not going to Stricker's Grove this year. We're going to stay here. And we'll have a, a lunch after that. And then the one I'm really looking forward to is on July, we're going to have Flubs Night. If you don't know what Flubs is, you need to come that night. The Lord will bless you in the, in the form of ice cream, all right? So that's going to be a good time. And uh, then September, we'll have that big, that big anniversary service. We're going to have trips, uh, the different senior trips and youth missions and kids camp and all those things. It's not about the events. I hope you understand that. Event-driven churches, that's not what I'm trying to, what I want us to be. But we do need opportunities to where we can get to know each other. And we can be invited to serve in ministries together. As we turn the page then to page nine to, to grow, Once a person is connected, we want them to model Jesus. So they've met Jesus. Now we want them to model Jesus Christ. And through that comes the growing in your walk with the Lord. We started the Redeeming the the Time podcast. It's not because we want a bunch of people to watch that uh, just to have numbers. We want to help you get into the Word of God. Many of us have never read through the entire Word of God. That's not a shameful thing, but it is something to rectify in your life. God speaks through His Word, and He speaks to you. 
Each person that reads the Word of God, God is speaking to you through His Spirit. But it requires us to be in the Word of God. So that's why we, we, we've done these types of things. We'll continue our growth groups, as Brother Brent has three different times through this year, putting uh, different things that help us understand the doctrines of the Word of God and help us to know each other. Ladies' events that have been just spectacular the last couple of years. The men's uh, prayer breakfast has been busting uh, out of the seams uh, uh, like I've never seen it before. And well, senior get-togethers and teens involved are planning to expand a little more this year to develop their talent and discover their gifts. Kid City continues. New opportunities, Brother Jacob's looking at uh, for people to use their skills in reaching our kids. Now turn to page 10. Connect, grow, serve. Well, we meet Jesus Christ, we model Jesus Christ and growing in, his, in, in the faith of His Word, but we also model Jesus Christ and also magnify Jesus Christ and how we learn to serve. We magnify the Lord because we are the example that He has there and we're, we're a witness shining to Him. My goal is that 70%, at least, I'd love it to be more, I'd love it to be 100%. But 70% of the able-bodied adults in this church, they were serving in some ministry capacity at least two times a month. We all have different schedules, all different work schedules. I understand that. We all have different talents and abilities. I understand that. But I would love every person that is able-bodied in this church at least twice a month, serving in some ministry capacity. Sunday school, children's church, work projects, evangelistic outreach, greeting, ushers, and music, you name it. And the list could go on and on and on. Something in your Sunday school class. Just be thinking how God could use you. Speaking to your ministry leaders. How, could, how, how can I be used? With that, we have multiple ministries that are listed there with different goals, the engagement team, Kids City. Uh, we need additional Sunday school, children's church, always. Nursery workers, Awana, Upward. Missions, we have three mission trips this year. The teens are going to go to Sunbury, Ohio, and they're going to help the church plant there that we help pass out tracts this year. Uh, we're going to be going in July to Peru uh, to take Bibles to the Quechua people. Uh, and it's up high in the mountains there. And the Bible was just translated into their language a few years back, and those people need the Word of God. And uh, in, in July, we'll also be going to Guatemala, working with World, Mana Worldwide like we did last year. I also have an opportunity in, in uh, October to go with Brother Jonathan to train some pastors down in the southern cone of Brazil, and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so we'll be praying about those. The media will continue to enhancing our invisibility, not invisibility, our visibility uh, uh, on different media platforms. How do we get the gospel out? Uh, this isn't meant to build Friendship Baptist Church. When you do a radio program, when you have uh, streaming online, we have people all over the world that watch those and reach, reaching people with the gospel and also with the word of God to help them in their faith. It does not replace the church. We're not trying to do that, but we are reaching out to folks and, and we need to have that, those available. Our teens, our security, our adults continuing to move forward with our plans. Developing new leaders. God put you here for a purpose. 
You have a desire to serve. And it is upon us, leaders, I'm speaking to the leaders here, that we look and see those folks and we help develop them to be leaders within this church. All right? We expand as God allows us to have these folks. We pray for laborers in the harvest and they have arrived and they need to be put in the fields and to reach folks for Jesus Christ. Lastly, we have share. We meet, model, and magnify now. Magnifying of the Lord is by showing the gospel of Jesus Christ, an active witness in our community, an active witness in our homes. Many of you have lost family members. An active witness at our workplace. An active witness in our schools and in our communities. That's why we're here. We're not here just to meet. We're here to be trained, to, to have fellowship, to, to build each other up so that we can go out and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we're looking for ways to reach the specific needs of Coleraine and Cincinnati. Where are those needs most? First, we know this. They need the Lord. That's the first need that, that, that they need. Opportunities to engage our community, more Bible distributions, our growth groups that are in our homes that we invite our neighbors to be part of. We're going to have a scheduled weekly outreach opportunity, which has not been for a while. When we came off of COVID, we just, it did, just didn't happen, and it needs to return. And that will happen in the first quarter of this year. In our mission of helping people meet, model, and magnify Jesus, we see these fleshed out then in the goals that we have written down. And please know, I'm not trying to sell you on something here. I don't, that, I, please don't take that. This. My desire is that you see the path that God has for you and how he will work through us as a church and how God wants to work through you as an individual Christian. That should excite you that God has a purpose for your life. And he has a purpose for this church here in Coran. God wants to use us. Now, let me finish with some just some, what I think are some awesome things that God has done. Turn to page 13. I want to talk to you about the, just real quickly what God did this year as far as the improvements that we've been able to make. We had major improvements that happened to our facilities this year. Uh, some things that have been nagging us, and we were really wondering, how is this going to happen? How are we going to get a new roof at one hundred and fifty dollars to $200,000? In a budget that's 1.1, you know, how are we going to squeeze out you know, 20% of that or just a little under to do this? And, well, God took care of that. <laughs> we had a storm, and it uh, caused some damage to our roof, and we were able to replace the roof. Uh, we were also uh, able to replace the ceiling. It was painted and repaired, so that was a wonderful thing. Um, we had money donated. We were able to replace our old windows from 1988 uh, with some great new windows. Uh, updated theatrical lights that are now LED. Uh, they, we don't have to move the pews every nine months, tearing them apart. Uh, these should last five to eight years before the bulbs have to be replaced. Um, none of that came from the budget. All of that was donated. New choir project, new wiring for our soundboard and our Wi-Fi. Uh, renovated home number two. Upstairs, Brother Greg made us a new, larger Sunday school room that can be used, uh, needed for expansion. That's what happened this year. And you can read through all those things. That's awesome. And uh, I was overjoyed to have many of those occur this year. Current projects we have is what you gave toward this year. 
Uh, we had $13,292 given toward the Happy Birthday Jesus offering. 5000 of that went toward Good News Baptist Church. They're having their very first service there today, and their new signs there, and the new lighting. And uh, we, we'll be praying for Brother Jerome and his church. And the remainder of that, the 8000 will go combined with the 25 we already had to renovate those bathrooms. You say, it's a bathroom. What's the big deal? It's the very first thing most people see when they walk in. And it's gross, all right? Okay, ladies, yours isn't gross. Guys, ours is gross, all right? It needs cleaned up. It needs, it needs rehashed. And uh, uh, we're, we're going to do that. Uh, we're going to finish some work at the mission home, some carpeting upstairs. Uh, the mission home number one, our very original one, needs some garage and driveway work. And we'll continue working on that. What are the dreams as far as projects? Well, we, the youth need new flooring. They need a new bathroom. You say, that's not much of a dream. If you're down there, it's a dream, all right? And, and they need that. Uh, I'm still praying for this right here, our north property. One property over. We own now two, three, and four down from the church. We do not own number one. And we cannot connect. And it is the same footprint of the land we are on right now. It allow us to expand parking. It will allow us to expand if we wanted to our fellowship hall, if we needed to in the future, our auditorium. It allows us the, the ability to do that. Beautiful home and garage there. And I'm praying that God would give us that as well. We need to do some painting here. And I'd love to have a portico on this entrance number two as well so you can drive in and come out. Those are just fun things to have, uh, but they're on the wish list. So let me ask you, are you tired from hearing all this? Maybe. Uh, I find it exhilarating and at the same time exhausting. As I was putting this together and with Hannah, I appreciate all Hannah's work on this, uh, to see a year all in front of you at one time can sometimes be you're blinking at the end of it. But we will follow the Lord as he leads us day by day. Now, if the Lord opens up other opportunities, we will follow the Lord in that. But in doing this, we are prepared as a people. And with that, we can be nimble as we follow the Lord versus not having a clue where we're going. All right, God has a purpose for us and we need to, to think and we need to have that as our, as our mindset. The goal is not to check off these, these things on a list. I'm a big check off the list kind of guy. But that is not our goal, to check off these items at the end of the year. The goal is to be obedient to the Lord's leading. And this is the direction the Lord is leading us at this time. Who we are and to whom we are ministering to. So as we close, I want to ask you this. Will you commit in your heart to join in the work of this church today? You have to decide that. I have to decide that for myself. My wife has to decide that for herself. And you do as well. Will you continue to support this church? Your time, your talent, your treasure. Will you be involved as we look at helping people meet, model, and magnify the Lord? That is our heartbeat. That is our goal. Let us pray. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day that you've given us. We thank you for 75 years. What a blessing. The phrase that we stand on the shoulders of others is so true. 
You've given us incredible examples. People that risked their livelihoods. People that went out on, in faith to uh, find this land that we are on today. Saved by the thousands over the years. Help us not to take that lightly. That we would see our responsibility in this. We have been given much. And you will require much of us. Help us to see the opportunities that we have. Dear Heavenly Father, I know it's a, it sounds uh, like a mantra to meet, model, and magnify you. But dear Heavenly Father, help us to have that emblazed in our mind, our hearts, that we would be about that as a people. That we would see the opportunities to connect and people to grow in their, in their faith as well. Be with us now as we come to this time of invitation that there are folks that maybe have troubled hearts that you would just help them to, you'd comfort them. But be with us as a church, individuals that we would determine, that we would commit to you, dear Heavenly Father, that we will serve you through this year and then beyond. Be with us now in Jesus' name, amen.